Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim. And I'm Noelle Cordeaux. We are the founders of Journey Coaching. We're super passionate about all things coaching and want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training over a thousand life coaches. Dive deep into a more meaningful career, find freedom, and make an impact on the world around you. Hey guys, welcome to the second series in a three-part series on... Can I make it as a coach? Today, we're going to talk about coaching pathways, clients, lions, tigers, and bears. Noelle, good morning. And what's up with these animals? Good morning. You know, uh, lions and tigers and bears, oh my. Um, There's so many things to talk about with this wonderful topic. And the reason that we're bringing the animals into the picture is because we're going to talk about hard numbers. Mm. And we're going to talk about... um, you know, money and all of the things that are um, actually a part of being a coach. And we're going to lift the rug up and look underneath it and go inside the circus tent and all that good stuff. Love it. Um, we're going to uh, we're going to be in the circus today. I love it. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first thing is, you know, what do coaches actually make every year? And this is a burning question because the the numbers are so all over the place and um, it's hard to contextualize, you know, what am I really getting into when I get into this field? So if you had to guess, um, what do you think the average amount that a coach makes annually is? I would say, um, man, it's, it's, I mean, it, the thing with coaching is it's, it's so, you know, the, the spectrum is so wide, but I would say like, um, 50 to 60 a year, maybe would be average. Yeah, you're spot on. Um, 62,500 is, is the average. Um, so, and that's for folks who are, are full-time coaches, but one of the, the things that we have to splice out here is that most coaches don't practice in a full-time capacity. Yeah, Most coaches are part-time, right? Yep. Most coaches are part-time or they diversify their offerings, which is one of the things that we're, we're going to get into. So when we're looking at the annual quote unquote salary as a coach, if you're doing absolutely nothing but coaching and you're doing it full-time around 62 is what you can expect. But if you're practicing like most coaches do, us included, your earnings are going to be closer to $30,000. And, and that's, that's what you can expect from a part-time capacity. Yeah. And why do you think most coaches are part-time? Well, I think most coaches are really, you know, multi-skilled. And a lot of folks come into the coaching space with experience from a, a wide array of different disciplines. Um, we were having this conversation in my office hours last night. And one of our coaches named Mel, shout out to Mel is in New York, who's a business coach, said, you know, when you're thinking about the job of a business coach, you have to get really specific with what the individual client needs. So for example, if you're a business coach and part of what you're offering is is, a, is an audit of the business that you're taking a look at, that's not coaching, that's consulting. And so the audit has a different price point and a different skill set than coaching because pure coaching is client-centered, client-focused, letting the client do the work and figuring out what inner genius needs to be unlocked. Right. Would you say also, though, um, because uh, 
it, it is hard to, to build a practice, practice. I mean, it, it's hard to build any kind of business. And so with coaching, a lot of coaches end up doing it part-time because they don't uh, dive fully in, meaning it, it, it starts off as a hobby and then it kind of stays there, you know? That could yeah. be, but that's, that's not, um, that's not what I'm seeing with the data. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the data shows that the coaching market, the, the wellness market, the well-being market is really, um, really strong and specialized markets drive demand. Right. So, you know, the nature of the population or the demand that you're serving is going to really heavily influence your rates, you know, what you can charge um, and how much you make at the end of the day. So, you know, when we're looking at a number like $30,000 or $62,000, what you're not seeing is the amount of money it costs to run that business. Right, right. Well, most successful coaches, what they do is they diversify their revenue stream, right? Expanding their services beyond just the uh, the one-on-one coaching. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and that comes from years of experience as well. So coaches who have more than 10 years of experience typically offer three or more additional services. And these are things like group coaching programs, online courses. I was just reading an article today about restorative um, tourism, and it it just captured my imagination in terms of what a coach could do. So um, restorative tourism is this idea that folks are coming out of the pandemic. They're not just going to be thinking about, oh, you know, I want to go to this all-inclusive in Tahiti. They're saying, what are my values? I want to protect the environment. I want to make sure that if I'm going on a vacation, it's doing something for me to contribute to my growth. And I also want to contribute to a sustainable ecosystem. Right. And so what's being asked of folks who run retreats, who run um, vacation centers is going to be, you know, value centered and value driven. So just take that, you know, one example and and pop in a coach. Right. So somebody who has 10 years experience in the space, knows how to run retreats, knows how to run coaching, takes a look at that data and says, oh, I can do this. And then in contrast, a baby coach, somebody who has only one year of experience, um, only 34 percent of that population does more than one thing. Mm -hmm. Right. I also love that you said 10 years of experience uh, because. I think one of the things about coaching, um, especially today, because it's such a growing field and and at the same time, uh, it is the wild, wild west. And um, there is no like, if you do this and this, then you're guaranteed this, right? And so it reminds me of um, the entertainment business here in in LA and and me, you know, um, having a career uh, as a screenwriter before I became a therapist. Uh, A lot of people would come here and because of the stories they heard, the success stories in, in Hollywood, they would just, you know, give give their uh, uh, writing craft or acting craft a year. And if they're not famous and rich and living in the hills within a year, they, they you know, they feel like, oh, well, you know, why isn't it happening to me? And the truth is, um, it takes 10 years just to kind of get an agent here, you know? And so I think the same thing is happening with, with coaches where you're seeing a lot of coaches doing amazing things. Um, and, and then you see it on social media and you think, oh, I can do that. And, you know, so by net, by next year, I'm going to be doing those things, which is great. But if that doesn't happen, um, 
you, you can't, you know, you can't quit and assume that, that you're not on the right path. Um, it, what you have to realize is it takes time. And sometimes it does take, you know, five, six, seven, 10 years um, before you start um, expanding and, and having, um, you know, different revenue streams and, and really building uh, a business that is, uh, that is safe and dependable. Absolutely. And, you know, when you're on the journey of coaching, if you're choosing a path of entrepreneurship, you have to give yourself your own benchmarks. There's nobody who's going to conduct a performance review for you. There's nobody who's going to say, you know, hey, self, you know, you deserve a raise. Let's make that happen. Um, and so it's important to to recognize this this very natural evolution of you know, like most professions, the longer you've been working as a coach, the more likely you'll earn that you'll earn more. Um, and and take the time to celebrate those benchmarks for yourself. Um, and and when we say ten years, we're talking about really being at the top of your game. And um, I think that this is a great space to be having this conversation because both you and I are at that ten year mark. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the first five years was just me pedaling the bike and building confidence and proving to myself that I could do this, you know? Yeah. And teamwork and trust, you know, like, like I, there were so many times over this journey where you and I looked at each other, we were like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I gotta say, you know, it still happens. Um, but, but the other point is, uh, as you grow and build, um, what you can accomplish, you know, after the 10 years is a, like the, the period of a year, so much more can happen at the, you know, the end of the 10 years than in the beginning, meaning there is a hockey stick, like it is exponential once you start getting traction and momentum. Absolutely. It's, it's totally exponential. And some people um, run that race a lot faster mm -hmm. because they're really disciplined and they're able to hone in on, you know, what they need to do for marketing and business building and practices and strategic partnerships. And good for those guys. They are superheroes in this space. The rest of us mere mortals <laughs> really have to work at it. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it's like uh, uh, it's like in social media where it's so much harder to get, say, your first you know one thousand or five thousand followers than it is to get five thousand followers when you're at say a hundred thousand. You know, then it's much Absolutely. easier. So it, it's kind of like yeah. that with coaching, word of mouth, um, getting out there. There, there is a momentum that is built that makes it easier as you go. There is, and I think you know. The next thing that we do is we have to give permission mm. um, and we have to give people permission to be human, to be normal, to not be rock stars, to have goals that revolve around, you know, taking a nice vacation with your family and, um, you know, waking up every day feeling satisfied with your life shooting for the moon is great for some people, but it's not great for everyone. So let's get down to the three things that you really need to know about coaching and income before you move into this space. And the first one is, is that not everybody who becomes a coach intends to make it their full-time job and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really good because uh, yeah, you can get into this comparison game and feel um, like you're uh, uh, less than or that you failed because that you're a part-time coach um, and because you're seeing other people who are full-time. 
And think about it this way, you know, no matter how you want to practice, it's really about the quality of your life and designing your life. So if you're listening to us and you're thinking, wow, if I made 5K a year or if I made 25K a year as a side hustle, that that would be great for me. Well, then hell yes, that's great for you. And and also we live in a time where the side hustle has become um, kind of standard, like like who today doesn't have a side hustle, (laughs) you know? Right. Yeah. And there's another huge population of people who earn a life coaching certification. Many, many of them come through our program and they want to take and apply those skills to other industries. Yeah. And that's okay too. I'm thinking of Sean, who's one of our coaches. Um, He's in New Jersey. He's an award-winning teacher and administrator. And the communication methodology of life coaching has transformed the way that he operates in the classroom and with families and with parents. And he's now becoming um, a serious rock star in education. Mm -hmm. And he's telling everybody, you know, teachers need to go through coach training. It will change the way that you approach your classroom. So, you know, Sean's not somebody who's in the demographics of looking at, okay, is this person earning $60,000 a year? No, he's working um, in a set career path as a teacher and as an administrator um, and coaching is working for him. And so, you know, there's no right or wrong way to do this. Yeah. One of the things I see when I'm um, um, teaching class on Sundays is uh, the diversity. So um, people coming from all different walks of life, uh, therapists, personal trainers, yoga teachers, uh, you know, um, the, the, the corporate world. Um, it, it, and it's like, they all kind of meet at this, uh, um, this place, this place called coaching. And that's kind of what they have in common. But as you know, but as far as like, who they are, where they're from, um, it's so wide and diverse, which I, I think makes it very exciting. Yeah. And so given that diversity, when you're setting your salary expectations, the most important thing that you can do is to get really clear with yourself about what you want to do with your life coach training and certification. Mm. Because it's surprising yeah. what people do with it. Yeah. And, and sometimes people don't know and that's okay. You know, I compare it to like declaring a major in college where we come in as freshmen thinking we know. And by the time we you know, we, we, we change our majors 50 times, you know, and then we leave undeclared. I don't know. So um, it's like that with coaching. You don't have to know uh, in the beginning stages. This is a really fun game. John, what was your major in college and what was your minor? Oh, man, I don't even think I had a minor. Um, my major was uh, film with an emphasis in screenwriting. Interesting. Okay. So, so great example. And, you know, how do you use that transferable skill set today? Oh, I actually use it uh, a lot because when I'm coaching, I take a narrative. um, I'm big on story. And so uh, studying stories and act breaks and character arcs as a screenwriter um, helps me tremendously as a, as a coach. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, you know, this is a really great metaphor for the the piling on of um, of lived existence. And something I said in office hours to one of our coaches, we were talking about um, how to how much to charge, you know, whether to charge full price, half price, promotions, packages, you know, the whole deal coming out of the gate. And I said, you know, you may be a baby coach, but you're not a baby human. Mm, yeah. And, you know, you're coming to this space with so much different experience and a really wide lens. Um, 
So when I was in college, 18, 19, 20 years old, which was a trillion years ago, um, I studied English literature, Russian studies, <laughs> feminist theory, um, and comparative literature. <laughs> right. That's it. Right. So that is so far from from where I am today. But what all of that um, led me to was the ability to synthesize vast amounts of information that I can read very quickly. And I learned how to synthesize um, and report out on whatever it was that I was reading. And so whether it was, you know, Tolstoy um, or, or, you know, learning about um, different aspects of feminist theory, I can, I, the lesson was all the different lenses that you can apply, which I do use in my coaching today. Yeah. I, uh, I tell people that uh, all parts of their story will be used. And I think it, it, it applies to coaching where as a coach, you're not just taking um, the, the, the concepts and, and the things that you learned uh, in coach training, you're taking your entire life. You're taking wisdom. You're taking you know, things that uh, did not work out, you're taking all of that uh, because if you're coaching and helping other people, um, your whole story, your whole life matters, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think that the idea of life coaching um, has kind of become, you know, a, a hashtag of sorts, like coach life, right? right? It's kind of like tiny house or van life where the dream, the pictures, really is a lot different than the reality. Yeah, sure. And and so, you know, for folks who are are interested in the pictures, you can totally get some great ones. Um so if you you know, if you look at my Instagram, especially during times when I was in LA, um, you know, I, I remember there was this one morning where I posted a picture of my coffee mug and there were some palm trees. And to the outside observer, um I'm sure that it seemed really idyllic, but the reality was that I was living in a $60 a night Airbnb in Venice. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have a, a real door on the place where I was staying. Oh, right. It had a sliding door with a padlock. <laughs> yeah. And it was one of the most difficult weeks, months, years of my life. And and you know, that coach life hashtag, you know, didn't didn't express the reality of what was going yeah, on. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about the other things that coaches do Um, and consulting, right? So when you're a consultant, you're literally telling somebody, this is what I think you should do. So when Mel made that really important differentiation in business coaching, that sometimes you have to take off your coaching hat and put on your consulting hat, like when you're conducting an audit, um, According to ICF standards, you need to contract separately and charge separately for those services mm-hmm. so that there's clear differentiation from an ethical perspective. Right. So that goes into things like charging and salary setting, um, teaching, running courses. Um, you do this. Can you talk a little bit about the experiences um, your coaches have through TAT Labs? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just because of Zoom and because uh video conferencing, if you will, that, that, that has just become normal. And I mean, people are doing fitness, um, using things like, uh, a, a zoom now, uh, and everyone working from home, um, it, it's exploding. Um, everyone is teaching something, you know, and I think, you know what it is, is it, it's, uh, 
this was uh, about six years ago. Um, what what video courses? When, when video courses courses first came online, the idea of seeing uh, and learning uh, through a video course when that was huge. Now it's like these live um, teachings, offerings, and learning via via Zoom, attending classes. Um, now that's exploding, and so. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, it, I mean, you know, what a great position if you're a coach um, to teach something. Yes, yeah. and you know, follow the trends, follow the the money, whether it's podcasting, publishing, teaching. Um, the important part that I'd like everybody to leave with f- from this section is that, on average, coaches who offer other services allocate just 44% of their time to one-on-one client yeah, work. Yeah. One of the things that I tell um, the journey students is, um, yes, it's okay to want a private practice. Um, most people want that as a coach, but don't limit yourself. You, you, you never know uh, what you're going to create. Um, you know, I started texting people a few years ago and, and that's become its own little business. And it's like, uh, just play with everything because you never know what's going to stick. You never know what you're going to get excited about. Uh, don't just get narrow and focus on one specific thing and just put all your chips on that. Absolutely. And John is a really great example of of playing with things. And it and again, it takes a while, right? Like well, not, <laughs> 10 years. Yeah, not only does it take a while, but most of the things that you throw at the wall are, going, are not going to stick. You know, they're going to fail. Yeah. You know, it may be the wrong timing. Um, I, you know, for whatever reason, it's not going to work and that's okay. It's not about, um, the scoreboard. It's about, uh, you practicing, um, you having less fear, you having the courage, uh, to constantly create and, and help people in ways that are different, but also, uh, you know, uniquely honest to you. Yes. And I'd like to call for, um, diverse voices to come into the coaching space oh, yeah. in a really big yeah, way. Sure. Um, and, and and for diverse voices, diverse skill sets, and for everybody to bring their toys and their big ideas and all of the ways that they want to change the world into business and into industry. Um, so right now, business coaches make the highest salaries. The reason for that is because employers pay for coaching. And so you can dramatically increase your rates when it's not your average human, when it's a company that's paying for things. And and in that space, it's mostly white, it's mostly female, and even given that demographic, men make the most money, Mm. right? So let's change this, everyone, Um, because to really change industry from the inside out, to change the way that people work, to change the way that people experience work, well-being, their mindset, their lives, fitness, food, emotions, we need more people to come at this space with intention and fierceness. Um, So, And that's where you'll find the higher salaries. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and also it's, um, it's a space where I think the entry is, 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 is easy, meaning, um, because the, you know, the fences aren't so high, um, diversity, uh, can happen, you know, as opposed to mm-hmm. classic, uh, built structures that are, that are very hard, they're harder to, to penetrate for, um, you know, for, for whether it's for minorities or, you know, whatever, you know, 
Yeah. And, and the world is changing and changing rapidly. Values are rising to the fore. Expectations that consumers have for the businesses that they purchase from to do good in the world is really starting to bubble. Employees are exhausted and want compassion from their employers. So now is the time to break into this space. And what it takes to succeed, you've heard us say a million times before, and it's authenticity. Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, um, without that, uh, I don't think, I think it's really hard to get far as a coach if you're not authentic. And and it's simply because, you know, when somebody hires you, there's an expectation that you have some sort of magic beans. Mm-hmm. And so as a coach, whether you're working in industry as an executive coach, or you are um, running transformational retreats, or you're offering podcasts, or you're teaching a course, or you're offering one-on-one coaching sessions, your clients are coming to you because they are expecting some sort of magical transformation. And when you're authentic, when you're honest, when you're clear about what you offer, what the outcomes are, and you have really good conversations with people about, hey, what kind of magic beans do you think I have? What do you think is going to happen if you plant them? And then you can dice between the reality of that situation. That's when you really build partnerships and relationships and start setting strategy and create ripples and changes in the world. Yeah. I don't think you could build trust unless you are authentic. So um, if you're not showing up in, in a real and authentic way, uh, you become very slippery. There's no trust that's built. And, and without the trust, how are you going to really uh, help people? Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, let's just recap. So, you know, number one, if you're working full time as a coach and that's all you do, around $62,000 a year is average. And that's great. Most folks don't do that. Most folks diversify their practices. And with that diversification, is about what you can expect working at a 44% capacity as a coach. So think about what else you'd like to do with your time. And then we know that when you diversify, there's lots of different ways you can do it. Courses, um, retreats, podcasting, publishing, um, programs, all of those different pathways to becoming a coach. And then business coaches make the most money. And we need diverse voices in that space. So let's get in there, everyone. And don't be scared. It takes time. One step at a time is the journey of your lifetime. And bring your authentic self to the space. Yeah, and also these are numbers. They're stats. Uh, It doesn't mean it applies to every single person. So um, this is a great uh, jumping off off point. And I think it's great to kind of see... uh, you know, the numbers and, and kind of how they land. But as far as uh, your goals and, and how far you want to take this, it's it's just, it's limitless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Beautiful. All right, my friend. Well, we'll look forward to our, our third part in this series and I'll catch up with you yep. later. Thank you for listening. Be well. Thanks for listening to Everything Life Coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to journey.co slash everything to explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose and a strong community to do it in. We created Journey Coaching to equip you with the tools, training and community you need to attain your goals. 
Join Journey Coaching and begin your journey towards personal freedom and a transformative state of growth today. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O slash everything.